and welcome to yet another podcast that we will be publishing as Boink Inc. Radio gears up for its 25th anniversary of radio commercial making. I'm Dan Price, standing alongside my partner slash brother Jim Price. Hello. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for joining us as we walk through some of our favorite work we've done over those 25 years. If you're just joining us for the first time, we are sort of going through one spot at a time, our favorite 25 in a uh, series we're calling 25 for 25. And these are projects that were uh, monumental for some reason or represented, you know, different parts of our evolution over the 25 years or they were highly awarded or whatever. They're not really in any sort of order, so you're not listening out of order, should you think otherwise. Uh, The last five, though, we will probably uh, do a bit of a dramatic countdown to our favorite all-time, but that will come sometime later on down the road. In this installment, we're going to listen to and talk about a spot we did for Durex. Now, uh, previously, I think we've done at least one And over the 25, there are a few winning spots from our dead radio contest. And that's what this is. This, uh, I guess to give you a quick sort of synopsis of the dead radio contest, we are currently in our 18th year of doing this contest where we solicit from writers all over the country and beyond their favorite scripts that for whatever reason, got shot down by the client or internally at an ad agency or whatever, and just, you know, shoved in the drawer or taking up computer memory space and never was produced. And so we ask for all of these and they get submitted and we get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of these every year. And it's it's great fun to sit around, judge them. We select a winner and then we actually you know, fly that winner into New York or, or uh, in L.A. and produce the spot, put the winner up for a weekend, and it's a big to-do. And what's nice about it, but there's actually several things nice about it, but in, in uh, this case, it, what's great is you end up with a, almost a can't-miss good spot because you have hundreds to pick from. We have this enormous panel of highfalutin radio judges uh, every year that deem it worthy to win. And uh, we take our time doing it. You know, if if something doesn't feel right, we may revisit the spot in two weeks and sort of continue punching it up. During yeah, that time. In this case, you know, I think uh, like we cast the living heck out of it. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, half the cast in this was from Los Angeles, the other half from New York. Yeah. And I, I forget now that you mention it, if and you'll hear this spot, and I'll get into the structure of it, which we refer to as a piggybacked spot. There are dialogues in both the first half and the second half. And I don't remember if like individual couples were in two different cities, which makes it even a little more challenging to get the timing right and everything. But that is what this was. There, there's how many people are in this spot? Five or something, right? Yeah. Uh, at least one, six. two, three, f- six people. So anyway, it was quite an undertaking to pull this one off. But I remember when this was submitted, and and by the way, it was submitted by a person who's become a good friend of Oink Inks, a great writer named Brendan Sack, who currently is actually working in Korea. Uh, And and we continue to 
call upon Brendan actually as a writer for us. Him being in Korea is a little challenging, but in any event, at the time he was with uh, with uh, McLaren McCann in Toronto. And oddly, I don't know why, but out of these eight, well, we've had 17 winners so far. We're we're in a call for entry for 18th. Out of the 17, I think we've actually had three or four winners from Toronto. Coincidental? I don't know. They seem to be good at this. And hockey. Anyway, he submitted uh, two different entries, as I remember. I think it was our idea where we said, you know what? Why don't you piggyback these as a 60 because it's just this situational, simple kind of vignettes. And you know what? I think it would work if we we did these two 30s and just sort of stuck them together. Plus, I don't know that one is better than the other. Yeah, I think one actually kind of may have one. And that's when we're like, geez, I like this one. I like this one. Yeah. Jam them together. Yeah, so, and, and I think it worked out nicely because what's nice in the, the, the second half, you sort of get what's coming, and that's sort of kind of funny too because yeah. then you're paying attention to how this all works out, and you'll all get what I'm talking about when, when we play it. But it was just a really kind of clever uh, script that, that he wrote. So uh, I guess without further ado, why don't we get right in and, and play it? Like I say, it's almost like Two 30-second spots slammed together, so it becomes a 60. It's called Dinner, Dinner Slash Movers. Uh, I think they, they sort of aired in that in that order, right? And uh, here you go. Again, it's for Durex, uh, the winner of our Dead Radio contest, uh, written by uh, Brendan Sack. Ah, oh, that's good, honey. Yeah? You like that? Want some more? Mm-hmm. Dip it in the sauce. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Now let's see what happens when you use a Durex condom. Ah, oh, that's good, honey. Yeah? You like that? Want some more? Mm-hmm. Dip it in the sauce. Mmm. That's perfect. Durex condoms. There's sex. And then there's Durex. Where do you want this? Right here. How about this one? Oh, I don't know. Why don't I put it in the back? Okay. Now let's see what happens when you use a Durex condom. Where do you want this? Right here. How about this one? Oh, I don't know. Why don't I put it in the back? Okay. Durex condoms, including Sensithin, Sensacream, and Pleasure Max. There's sex, and then there's Durex. So I know you had been talking about how uncomfortable this spot yeah, was. Yeah, no, like, to... I remember when we were recording it and, you know, you were directing folks and all that. I just wanted to kind of be in the room for the funner spots. And I remember at the time, I guess the first one we recorded was dinner. So that was Brian Fankart and Deb Sperling. And at the time, I don't think we knew Deb all that well. So it's kind of like uncomfortable. You're trying to be politically correct. And anytime I make an eye contact with her in the booth, I'm just kind of like, Looking out of the corner of my eye at the writer, like, he wrote this. I didn't. I think too highly of women and sex and <clears throat> all that. Just going even further on the uncomfortable level. You know, we, we go around from time to time and do screenings and play kind of our best of spots and all that. And this one will air and it either is, you know, people think it's hilarious or security is escorting you from the agency. Yeah, you, know? you never know. In fact, it's, it's sometimes we have a few spots like that, which... You don't know until you're sort of in the room, you sort of case the joint and then determine, am I going to go ahead and play this spot for these 40 people, 200 people? I did one one of these ad club 
things in Utah, it was 400 people. So you'd have no idea how something like this is going to go over. And uh, anyway, for the most part, it's a really good reception. I, what I like about it and what was challenging in the producing of it was that it's so easy to sort of cheat. Uh, you know, they're, ha- they're, really, they're having dinner. It has to work both ways. The way they say things, what they're saying, the innuendo, or, you know, it, it's too easy to cheat one way to the other, to well, make and it too sexy when really all they're having is dinner. Well, all and they're having is moving. That's you know? the thing. I mean, and if you didn't notice, you know, if you, this is the first time you heard it or whatever, the dialogue is identical in each. It's so, literally it's duplicated. So, right. So that's where you can't ch- – I mean, we could have taken a slightly different take for the second one and maybe winked a little bit or whatever, but that's what is kind of neat about it. And that's what I think is neat about the backstory of, of these is how much friggin' th- thought was put into something so dopey. It's like, ah, if she says it in this – like that for the first part, then in the second one, you know, so it's – Yeah, it has really to literally work, you know, both ways and the only difference is – Dropping the sound effects from the one and adding the cheesy music to the uh, to the second one, which uh, you know was was really fun, I have to say, and came out pretty much exactly as I had hoped anyway when we first saw this script. So that's it for this one. Again, that was a spot uh, for Durex. It was a dead radio contest winner, uh, written by Brendan Sack from McLaren McCann in Toronto. First half was called Dinner. Back half was called Movers, and I guess. Just to give a shout-out, the announcer was Alicia Levy. Then, as Jim mentioned, Brian Fenkart and Deb Sperling were the couple in the opening scene. And then uh, Jeremy Redleaf, Jeff LeBeau, and Amanda Phillipson were all in the back half. That should do it, then. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another installment of 25 for 25. And we will see you next time. Burn it up, burn it up.